smoke weed every day. Hello world, hello to whoever is listening right now. My name is Miriam Marwani, also known as Trail Beauty on YouTube, and I'm fucking here with the podcast, finally. Um, this is something I've been talking about forever, like forever, and it's something I've always wanted to do, probably for like the past two years. Um, it was actually a while ago that an old friend of mine named Crystal had put me on to the Read podcast. And ever since then, I'm like, yeah, this is some shit I definitely have to do for myself. Um, <clears throat> I've always seen myself having some sort of platform or, or having some sort of media outlet to get my message out. So I feel like a podcast is the best route for me, especially since this is my last semester of college. Um, for those who don't know, I am a journalism major with the concentration of public relations, and I'm also pursuing a marketing minor. Um, I was supposed to get my advertising certificate, but, you know, last semester was kind of rough and I kind of fucked that up for myself, but it's Gucci. As long as I graduate at this point, I'm good. Like, I'm just ready to wipe my hands clean of school, but um, I really don't know what I want to do with my life. Um, I'm in that weird, funky stage of being 22 years old, I'm scared as fuck, like, what I'm going to do with my life after college. Um just trying to figure it out you know fresh adult bills every fucking week like having a balanced school and work you know so I feel like a podcast is very feasible at the moment compared to a YouTube video and um despite the fact that I kind of hate YouTube now um podcast is just a new way for me is the new era for Miriam is the new era for true beauty as some like to call me and I am excited to see where this goes. Um, what took me so fucking long to finally get this out to you guys was me. I was standing in the way of myself. Like every time I want to do some shit, I don't know. I procrastinate. I wait until it's too late. I'm scared it's not going to be right. I'm scared it's not going to be perfect. And then it just ended up getting delayed. So I finally decided to stop being a pussy and knock the, dust, knock the dust off my microphone and just get to it and just start recording. Um, I really wanted my podcast to have structure, but I'll figure that shit out down the road. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to get this out to you guys. So I named my podcast Higher Learning because, well, it was really based off the movie. It wasn't based off the movie, but I kind of took the title from the movie Higher Learning and also, I have planned to do all my podcasts stoned, like I'm doing right now. But, um, yeah, it was a play on that. And then I want to talk about more intellectual topics. I'm tired of hearing about pop culture. I feel like The Read got that on lock as far as, like, getting my dose of commentary on, you know, semi-irrelevant shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love to hear from them. And it gets redu- it gets really redundant when, you know... People talk about gossip all day and there's no type of, I don't know. It's just like my brain can only take so much dumb shit, you know, just to put that in simpler terms. So I'm here to talk about shit that matters. Um, 
just different like social stigmas and um, social issues in the world and uh, mainly like feminist topics. And there's probably somebody out there listening to this that just rolled their eyes at the fact that I even mentioned the word feminist because I feel like a lot of people have this misconstrued definition of what feminism actually is. And um, I began to get more passionate about feminism when I took my women gender studies class last semester. Um, I had the best professor ever. Like she was bomb as fuck. Um, our um, curriculum and the shit that we was working on in class was like relevant to life. We was critiquing Lemonade on Beyonce and looking at, you know, just a deeper analysis of what the shit actually means instead of just, you know, shaking my ass to I ain't sorry, like looking at why she did this and, you know, her lyrics and shit like that. We looked at the movie Get Out and just analyzing that and um, just getting like a critical analysis of what Get Out what message it was intended to convey. So that is shit that I love to talk about um, because it correlates to things that we experience in our everyday life. And as a woman, as a black woman at that, um, there's a lot of adversity that I face on a daily basis. There are a lot of things that we encounter that many like to ignore or many like to um, dismiss as you know, we're just making the shit up or, you know, women really don't have it that hard and shit like that. So I'm here to shed light on the fact that the world is as fucked up as you think. And not only that, um, just to bring light to my experiences and just create dialogue so that we as a society can progress. Because right now, like, if you just look at the news, it, you, it's depressing. Like, the news is depressing. The shit that goes on in politics is depressing. And um, I just want us to be able to discuss these things and actually think of ways we can change this. Um, and even if we just change our way of thought, like, you know, prior to me taking that class, I thought feminism was some dumb white, like, white mainstream group that fight for dumb ass shit that don't even matter like fucking I don't know fucking women should be able to walk around with without wearing pads and shit and bitches walking around bleeding on themselves on purpose and painting with their menstrual blood and shit like that like I thought that's what feminism was all about and I wanted no parts of that shit Um, But since taking that class, understanding that feminism does not only is not only a women's issue, but is a is an issue for everyone, because at the end of the day, it affects everyone. So whether we're talking about capitalism, whether we're talking about the prison industrial, the prison industrial complex for both men and women, um, whether we're talking about fucking um, I don't know, sexual harassment on a daily basis just is a lot of shit that needs to be discussed. And I feel like that is what I'm here for. I've written quite a few essays for that class that I would love to shape into an actual podcast episode so that you guys get a better understanding. You guys also get to learn because I'm still learning about this shit. I'm not a fucking pro at this. It's sometimes... I'm surprised that these words that I use actually make sense to me now. 
um, and it's a good feeling. And now that I understand it, it's like, okay, damn, now I'm woke. What can I do to help these fucked up issues going on? So I just want all of us to be on the same bandwagon. And if you're not a woman, <laughs> if you're not a woman, if you are a woman and you are not a feminist, you're a dumbass. And you need to be educated and I need to know why you feel this way, like less toxic. Um, so yeah, for the podcast, <clears throat> I envision that we can do maybe a call-in feature. Maybe we can do some sort of advice segment. Um, definitely, if you guys want any advice or if you want to send me anything that you want me to um, comment on or talk about, you can send me an email at Miriam, that is M-A-R-I-A-M, at trill-beauty.com. Um, so write me your letters there. But we are going to take a quick smoke break, and I'll be back to talk some more shit. All right, guys, and we're back. So funny thing is, this is actually, I'm not recording the podcast all on the same day. Um, this is actually three days later from when I said, let's take a break because my throat started to hurt a little bit and I wasn't like, I don't know. I wasn't in the mood. Like I, I listened to like the playback of like the first part and I was just cussing so much and I was saying, you know, so much. So, um, bear with me. I'm going to try not to do that as much in the second half. Um, and then also, um, when my throat started to hurt, I just took like a little break Next thing you know, I have like a full-blown cold. So if I sound a little congested and stuff, it's because I am. So we're just going to try to make it through this podcast. Um, I just want to get this out and just get started because the longer I wait, it's just this this podcast will never come out. So in the second half of this show, I want to talk about feminism and what feminism means to me and what my definition of it is and why I'm so passionate about it right now. So feminism should be um, just pursuing equality for women across the board, Um, not just white women, not just a certain group or, you know, demographic of women. It should be inclusive to all women. It should be intersectional. And I know, like, um, for those of you who, like, pay attention to the news and have your ears to the streets or whatever, like, I'm sure you heard the term intersectional feminism. And, you know, a lot of people claim to be intersectional feminists, but don't really look out for the rights of other women, I guess. Um, The issue with the feminist movement right now is the fact that so many of these groups only care for things that concern them only. They don't care about things that don't directly affect them. For instance, white feminists only care about things that would benefit them. They don't look to be inclusive or they don't look to fight for the rights of black women or not saying all white feminists but most of the mainstream feminist groups and the reason why I was so um reluctant to follow behind the feminist movement is because most of the times the mainstream groups only fight for irrelevant stupid shit and shit that is only beneficial to them instead of using their privilege as white women or using their privilege as a mainstream group to help push the agenda of marginalized or minority women. So feminism in my eyes would be fighting for the rights of all women and rights in every different ways. Um, whether we're talking about like, um, you know, equal pay 
or you know sexual harassment making sure that um women who are victims of like sexual assault and stuff making sure that they're um make sure that their predator or i don't even know what to call it make sure that they're the person who assaulted them is punished correctly and making sure that they have the right resources to recover from trauma and just things of that nature so me being a feminist i'm looking to better the lives of all women of all races across the board across the world that's what feminism should be about and i feel like since um many people have their own interest in mind and don't really care about you know other women and their rights that's where the feminist movement gets misconstrued that's where a lot of the I guess the backlash and the pushback with the feminist movement and women not wanting to be feminist because they think that's what it is um is an issue and we should be trying to rewrite the definition of feminism and doing what we can to help uplift our women and push women in a direction where they're being treated fairly where sexism and um and misogyny is just not a thing anymore we should be trying to dismantle those things so um i'm kind of going i'm kind of having brain farts brain farts right now because i'm so sick so i'm just gonna end the episode here i know it's very short but it's something it's a start and hopefully as we progress the show progresses and yeah but i do want to talk about one more thing before i go so um, this is about the H&M situation and I want to talk about it from a societal standpoint as well as a PR standpoint because as a PR major, this is the shit I live for. I live for company crisis. I live for when companies do dumb shit, me having to be the fixer and me having to um, pretty much help your ass about the whole. So let me put my shit on mute because that is unprofessional. But um, so if you've been living under a rock... Pretty much H&M had a campaign. They were launching some new children's hoodies and there were different variations of this hoodie. Well, there was a black kid in the campaign and somebody on the set or whoever the art director, whoever the fuck, decided to put the black kid in the hoodie that says coolest monkey in the jungle. Now, this is the type of shit that happens when companies have a like a, a lack of diversity on the on their creative team or just within the company period because I'm pretty sure any black person in that room would have saw this as a problematic issue and would have gave advice to um whoever was in charge of this campaign or whoever was in charge of this photo shoot letting them know that this shit is not okay and there will be serious backlash if they pursue this um decision so um looking at it from a societal standpoint this is problematic as fuck and the reason being is that um for so many years black people and african-american people have been associated with being animalistic and the animal that they love to compare us to are monkeys and um whether it was blatant whether it was um on accident whatever the case may be any person who has an understanding of history and any um I guess if there was a black person present, all of that shit would have been deaded. But the fact that it wasn't and they thought it was okay and they thought it was cool, this is what it resulted in was all of this backlash. And on H&M's behalf, like, 
this looks like microaggression and let's make that the word of the day the word of the day is microaggression and for those who don't know what microaggression is microaggression which is spelled m-i-c-r-o-a-g-r-e-s-s-i-o-n means a statement action or incident regarded as an instance of indirect subtle or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as a racial or ethnic minority so pretty much when a racist motherfucker or discriminatory or prejudice whatever word you want to use in this case when these people want to be subliminal with their racism they do little shit like this so let's just say hypothetically that whoever was in charge of the campaign or whoever was responsible for putting this black kid in this hoodie was a low-key racist and thought motherfuckers wasn't gonna catch this they thought hmm let me put the black kid in the monkey hoodie and that that that'll teach them right that'll teach them or you know what they 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 got a kick out of just putting this black kid in this coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie because they're low-key racist let's just say that was a hypothetical instance that is where microaggression plays in um when somebody doesn't want to be an overt racist and instead results to covert um actions that subtly exposes their racism if that makes sense so that is why it's problematic from a societal standpoint that is why everybody is up in arms for those who work for h&m and don't understand why this is such a problem that is why it's a problem because one history shows that black people have been linked to being animals and the specific animal that they love to link us to are monkeys and two this is seen as a microaggression as a way of subliminally um, labeling a black child as a monkey in a racist way, if that makes sense. If I made sense, I don't know. I, I drunk too much flu. I'm off like 20 NyQuil pills. I'm currently off the shit, so hopefully I made sense. From a PR standpoint, um, honestly, I feel like the damage is done. Um, I'm not sure if there's a way for H&M to... I mean, there's always a way for them to get over this situation only time time really heals all in this um type of situation but their best bet is to try to i guess one make sure there is a great deal of diversity within the company for every project um that goes out and that will be perceived by the public there should be a diverse panel of individuals who get to sign off on whatever project they're working on that's first and foremost number two um the all of their campaigns moving forward should be again diverse and very inclusive showing that they really aren't as racist as they may be um and maybe they are racist maybe there are some people that is a part of H&M who are racist, but for the sake of the company and for the well-being of the company, they don't need to show that and they they need to do everything in their power to retract any damage that has been done. Um, So that means in future campaigns, making sure there is a great deal of diverse models, making sure that whenever there's a public outcry um, in terms of issues that affect um, minorities 
making sure that they're speaking up and they're being vocal as a company and making sure that they're doing everything in their power to show the public that they are on our side regardless of what's going on so that's just from a PR standpoint um, one thing that kind of annoyed me was the mom saying I don't have a problem with it so get over it of course you don't have a problem with it because that check was fat but don't mean that you can um, dismiss everyone's feelings about it because if it wasn't an issue it wouldn't have went viral you know what I'm saying so that's that I just want to speak on that real briefly but that is all I have for you guys because I'm currently dying. <coughs> if you can't tell by my voice, I'm currently dying. So we're going to end this podcast right here. I want you guys to stay educated, stay elevated. And that is all I have for you guys until next time. And I'm out.